Hello again, it's your friendly neighborhood host, J.T. Wheatley, back for another episode of the History of Comics podcast. This time, we're going to another edition of the classics, and we get into X-Men, Mutant Massacre. This is a classic crossover event that crossed over not only the Uncanny X-Men, New Mutants, and X-Factor at the time, but also included Power Pack and Thor, and even had an appearance of Daredevil towards the end that took place over the course of the events of October to December of 1986. It remains one of the most significant events in the X-Men saga in particular, in which basically a group of more called the Marauders is sent to execute the Morlocks, who are mutants who live underground in New York City, and the combined forces of X-Men, X-Factor... Uh, Thor, Power Pack, all try to join in to stop him, but it still has some horrific consequences. For instance, uh, Angel gets his wings pinned and severely damaged without being amputated. This led to him becoming Archangel. Shadowcat was uh, forced to stuck in their phase of, uh, state for a long period of time and nearly died from it. And it, it's a, it's, it remains one of the most significant because this is like where the bad guys pretty much win. Like even though they manage to somewhat stop him. They slaughter a lot of mutants and significant characters, and it's a pretty dark event in the mutant uh, X-Men history that's referenced even to this day, most recently in the fall of X. And that, that's something that's got me uh, actually thinking about this, referencing back to Mutant Massacre, because there's a bit of a thing, especially if you go into the uh, X-Men Reddit, subreddit and internet in general, where they get mad at the, oh, why isn't the other heroes in the Marvel helping out the X-Men, though they actually do. And one thing that great been Fall of X is the fact that you've seen Spider-Man help out uh, Nightcrawler and the awesome Uncanny Spider-Man. You've seen the Uncanny Avengers with Captain America teaming with Rogue and Deadpool to fight the uh, Orcus. And uh, you have Iron Man and Emma Frost teaming up. And it's been great. And the reason why, because the creative team on Mutant Massacre was Chris Claremont, Louis Simonson, and Walter Simonson, who not only were writing uh, New Mutants and Uncanny X-Men and X-Factor, but also were on Thor and Power Pack, hence why they integrated, because, well, the incontinuity reason why the X-Men and the Avengers and so forth don't interact, because, well, they have, they have uh, like everyone else, had their own separate uh, spheres, but the uh, continuity out of... Out of comics reason, because they're under different writers and editors, and it's only when you have the same writers working on them that you get events like this, which is why it's so great. Why well, you have Walter Simonson, the Simonsons who were working on Power Pack and Thor, but also on New Mutants and X Factor, and were able to bring them together and stuff like that. So yeah, that's why you know Jerry Dugan. He's writing on Kenny Avengers. He's writing X Men. He's writing Iron Man. Hence why the Avengers and the X and Iron Man and the X Men are working together finally. And yeah, it's great. This is, like I said, X-Men uh, Massacre, one of the great events in comics, a darker event. And yeah, 1986 uh, also ties in one of the, arguably the greatest year in comic books, at least in American comic books, because it's the same year that Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns came out. Just some great mature storytelling, great degree in general. And this is one of the premier X-Men stories. So yeah, if you're looking for a true X-Men uh, classic, check out X-Men Mutant Massacre, because that is a true classic. gotta talk yeah thunder talk we're going all kinds of sideways with that sweet nerd junk woke nerd junk it's topical political dare i say radical we've got all your latest news and reviews hot music and a whole lot of comedy but it ain't for kids definitely mature content so let's talk let's talk thunder talk thunder talk is a proud member of the eso network now it is January 4th, 2024. Time for the favorite comic of the week. 
Doctor Strange number 11 by Judd McKay and Daniello uh, Bayroof, in which uh, Doctor Strange and his wife Clea decide to take her uh, infant uh, uh, sister uh, Donna out to uh, Coney Island to enjoy the uh, circus, only to run into the new circus of crime, and some fun uh, magical hijinks ensue. This is a great one-off issue in which you basically see uh, Doctor Strange and his wife Clea trying bonding as a family with her new uh, infant daughter uh, Donna, and they have a serious conversation about having actual children one day, which doesn't quite go with this, but it has a little drama to it, which is nice to see in like a realistic relationship. And as the joke is, it's nice to see that there's uh, marriages that work in Marvel, so it's that's a fun that's a fun little bit. But also Donna's a great new addition to the whole Strange universe and the fact that even though she's a toddler, she has a pretty good grasp on magic and it leads to a lot of fun little adventures and it's matched with Beirut's gorgeous art, which has a nice cartoony style to it, especially when showing off the more magical qualities. So yeah, I've uh, been well. Judd McKay's been one of the best writers in the at Marvel in recent years. He's been great work on the Avengers. Moon Knight's fantastic, and this is another great indication of us, all the stuff he does because he has great character work, plots, action, and so forth. All the stuff you want to read. And uh, here's hoping that, uh, when the Zeb Wells finally gets kicked off uh, Amazing Spider-Man, he takes over because he writes a great Amazing Spider-Man too. For obvious, yeah, that's a book I'm just not picking up for many reasons. And Judd McKay, well, I, please come back. But uh, that being said, great book. And also, I want to go ahead and give a quick review of the What If um, animated series from Disney+. Plus. Season 2 was fantastic. A lot of fun. What Ifs. Just basically doing the What If combo for the MCU universe. My personal favorite was, I think a lot of my personal favorite was the What If Happy Hogan Saved the Avengers, which is basically a Christmas diehard riff. Absolutely hilarious. Great to have most uh, actors doing their voices, especially Kat Dennings as Darcy in that episode. Uh, Marvel signed her to a lifetime contract because Kat Dennings as Darcy makes everything better. Just a ton of fun in general. Yeah, watch them. And this is a great fun and all. And of course, Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 2024. Hope everyone had a good New Year's Eve. It was safe and fun. And may uh, this new 2024 give us more great comic books. And until then, go out and enjoy some good classic. If you can, find X-Men Mutant Massacre. Because that is a true classic comic book.